welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today I'm talking about Christian conversation. We talk all day long. We speak of husbands, plans for the weekend, our physical state, our kids. But do we talk of Jesus? And if we do, do we speak of him often enough? I'm online a lot. I also spend time at work during lunch with colleagues who are also Christians. I have opportunity to speak of Jesus all day long. But do I? And if I do, is it often enough? But of what exactly do I speak, I may ask? How do I bring up the topic, I wondered. So I had gone researching for tips on how to better have a Christian conversation. Lo and behold, Charles Haddon Spurgeon had preached on this very topic in 1858. I read the sermon, and it simply brought tears to my eyes. They were both tears of conviction for my poor conversation and tears of joy reading of his excellencies. We are inundated, let's be honest, with hate language all day long from rebellious pagans, and many of us are also treated, quote-unquote, to snark or anger or hateful speech from people claiming to be fellow Christians too, surely blotting their witness. I don't want to fall into the same trap. The Bible says, Your speech must always be with grace, as though seasoned with salt, so that you will know how you should respond to each person. Colossians 4.6 So how do I do that? How do I develop the habit? Well, I thought that Spurgeon's sermon filled the bill. I decided to reprint the sermon and also to read it aloud on the podcast. Now, being a Spurgeon sermon, it is rather long, too long for a 30-minute limit podcast, and and at 6,000 words, too long to expect a busy reader to hunker down and read on a blog. So I am breaking it up into parts, making separations at what I think are logical breakpoints. I'm reproducing the sermon day by day over the next few days until it's finished. I pray you enjoy it as much as I did. Here is part one of Charles Spurgeon's sermon called Christian Conversation. Number 2695, delivered at the Metropolitan Tabernacle in Newington on a Lord's Day evening in the autumn of 1858. The verse he based it on is Psalm 145:11. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power. Here are Spurgeon's words. You only have to look at that preceding verse and you will discover in a single moment who are the people here spoken of. 
who shall speak of the glory of God's kingdom and talk of his power. They are the saints. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power. A saint will often be discovered by his conversation. Well, he is a saint long before he knows it. He is a saint as being set apart unto salvation by God the Father in the covenant of decree of election from all eternity. And he is a saint as being sanctified in Christ Jesus and called. But he is more especially a saint as being sanctified by the quickening influence of the Holy Ghost, which renders him truly sanctified by making him holy and bringing him into conformity with the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yet, it is not at all times easy to discern a saint, except by scriptural marks and evidences. There's nothing particular about the countenance or dress of a saint to distinguish him from his fellows. The saints have faces like other men. Sometimes they are sadly marred and furrowed by cares and troubles, which worldlings do not know. They wear the same kind of garments as other men wear. They may be rich or they may be poor, but still, there are some marks whereby we can discern them. And one of the special ways of discovering a saint is by his conversation. As I often tell you, you may know the quality of the water in a well by that which is brought up in the bucket. And so may we tell a Christian by his conversation. It is, however, much to be regretted that true children of the Lord often talk too little of him. What is the conversation of half the professors of the present day? Honesty compels us to say that in many cases, it is a mass of froth and falsehood. And in more cases, it is altogether objectionable. And if it is not light and frivolous, it is utterly apart from the gospel and does not minister grace unto the hearers. I consider that one of the great lacks of the church nowadays. It is not so much Christian preaching as Christian talking. Not so much Christian prayer in the prayer meeting as Christian conversation in the parlor. How little do we hear concerning Christ? You might go in and out of the houses of half the professors of religion, and you would never hear of the master at all. You might talk with them from the 1st of January to the last of December, and if they happened to mention their master's name, it would be perhaps merely as a compliment to him, or possibly by accident. Beloved, such things ought not to be. You and I, I am sure, are guilty in this matter. We all have need to reproach ourselves that we do not sufficiently remember the words of Malachi. Then they that feared the Lord spake often to one another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him 
for them that feared the Lord and thought upon his name. This is the end of part one of Spurgeon's sermon, Christian Conversations. I'm going to continue that sermon tomorrow. There'll be a link in the notes to the full sermon if you want to read it uh, before that or later. Hopefully you do, and hopefully you enjoyed this preamble to Spurgeon's wonderful sermon on how to have Christian conversations and why it's important. This has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you.